There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right. Welcome, everybody, to WYSL. I'm your host here, Jim Price, of the Dark Delight Show. It is Friday. Friday, we are here in studio. Now, I'm, you know, guys, we, this is a big trip here. I've uh, spent the evening or the night uh, traveling. Uh, boy, I flew in, and boy, are my arms tired. I just, you know, I had to do that one. I haven't done that one in a long time, so you guys were the victims there. Well, as. As you think about like the idea that I bothered to come up here, no, I didn't bother to come up here. I am privileged to be up here with you guys. This is fantastic. Uh, I'm looking forward to enjoying the festivities, uh, especially Sunday. Uh, we're going to have the meet and greet uh, going on there at Beachcombers. At the, it, this is going to be fun. I'm going to be enjoying it. Josh is going to be with me there, and Josh is really looking forward to this as well because this is his old stomping ground, so he's got to come back and face the ghost of the past, or well, no, whatever it is. But anyway, we're going to enjoy that time together. And as you think about... As this weekend comes up, what is this weekend all about? Well, it's about getting my days off, man. I'm going to go out there and blow up some... Now, what you're doing is you're remembering that this Pride Month that you have, this this time to think and and to reflect. Yep. This country gets me every time. I tell you, the, the idea that... We just had Memorial Day, and then we get to think about the 4th of July coming up and what it takes. I don't know. I didn't mean to be this tired this morning. I apologize. Maybe it's uh, the emotion or the reason of the season that we're here. When you think about the idea of what these men gave up to be a part of America, to say that we could do this, guys, the only world, the only known global world power at the time, the largest uh, that, that, well, in our written history in the last you know couple thousand years here that we've written down that uh that that global effect of an army you know the english army we said hey king we got this and it's like you saying with you and about 12 of your buddies or you know friends or whatever you want we're like, we can't i can't call them male or female because i'm too woke i just can't help it so you're friends not buddies so can't assume that they're all males or whatever weird crap has to come out of my face because I'm, you know, I want to comply to this lunacy. Anyway, these these gentlemen went out there and said, "Hey, uh, King, you know, I, I get the bomb thing you got with the cannons and the booms and the you know pokey sticks, you know, swords and you know all that stuff." And yeah, we got it. We're gonna fight it. We're gonna take you guys on. We don't need you. Uh, we got this. We're gonna do our own little cool kids club thing over here. And these guys meant it. Like, there's not anybody who signed the Declaration of Independence, who was a part of the Continental Congress, who was a part of the original formation of our government that did not basically lose everything they ever had. And I'm not talking about like, oh, you know, man, I just don't have the retirement I used to because, you know, I was given, given to a candidate, you know, I was really trying. No, I'm talking like nothing. Uh, died on the streets effect, and the sad part of it is, is our country, 
you know, even though in its birth, you know, was as a, was amazing and had pride and all these other reasons to be successful, the men who put it all on the line are almost forgotten in history other than the fact that Declaration of Independence has their pinned names on a piece of piece of material that we've now enshrined in saying this is a very valuable time in, in history. But we don't think about it that way. We don't think about the, the loss that they gave us. And so I, you know, I, I'm super happy to be in this part of the country with you guys. I am, I, I mean, I'm seeing some cool barns already. I'm seeing some places I want to visit, be a part of. I'm, I'm fantastic. But remember, guys, as much as we look around and we want to gripe and complain about what we think we don't have or should have or whatever our ego drives us to think that we should have had or shouldn't have had, you know, remember that there's a guys out there who took and just allowed another foreign country to burn their house down and to kill their families. And there are some cases where the founding, quote-unquote, founding fathers experienced that. But where is the monuments to those guys? Where is the, the, uh, the honor park? Where is the sanctuary of these people who literally gave it all? As people would sit around and go, well, I'm not getting enough government handout. I'm not getting enough welfare. I'm not getting enough special set-asides. My checkboxes, I have more checkboxes than you do, so I win – we have people like that in America that forget that someone actually bothered to say, not only will I lay my life down for my fellow man, but I'm going to do it with my family and my fortune and my reputation. Some men were even drawn and quartered. Some men were taken and never heard from again. A couple of them were taken back to England. And guys, these people were treated the worst of the worst because these were treasonous, you know, treasonous bastards. You know, they, they, the English thought they were lesser then, and so we shall go show them a lesson. We will show, we'll drag them back to England. We'll make our point. And here we are saying, hey, uh, we, as, we as the peasants, the peasants are just the people, by the way. Don't ever let them think, don't let them use the mind game that the word peasant is a derogatory. It actually means that you are the power. According to our Constitution, which says that we have God-given naval rights that can never be given or taken away, remember the reason I get choked up talking about this country of ours because it means something to me. I've lost a lot. I've, I've seen a lot, and I've done a lot of things, and I'm hoping that you guys understand that this entire Pride Month that you guys have experienced here should have been the Pride Month of you building up to the crescendo of the mourning of the, those that have fallen and, and, and given their life, given their all – all they had was this life to the end of it where we come into the 4th of July and we're taking like week one, we're doing a little bit of mourning, we're kicking rocks, we're kind of feeling bad about those who we lost, but then we remember why they fought and then we remember how motivated we can be. And that's that's what makes us better because we get to build that momentum to amazing. And then by the time the 4th of July comes around, this great weekend that I get to be a part of, and this part of the country, I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys have to offer. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying my time here already. And um, as we come into the 4th of July, why, isn't the 4th, why wouldn't the 4th of July be this amazing crescendo? This amazing moment where you see that the, 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 the symbols are ringing, the, the drums are banging of how proud we are. And we're cheering back so loud that tyranny and selfishness... And those that believe that they hold power over us are so shaken and so scattered that we don't even know they exist anymore. We're the difference makers, and that's us. That's you and I. We're America. 
We're what those guys bothered to watch their houses burn to the ground for. We're the, that, we're the reason. Now, if you guys want to think that this was done lightly because these guys had a, you know, a 12 by 12 shack in the woods with a, a mule to pull a plow, well, you got to remember, guys, that's not how this works. A lot of these people were very wealthy, and they had a lot to lose. And yes, the majority of them were in their 20s. So as you think about how we had a majority of these people in their 20s, and they had already wealth of their own, and they weren't willing to cash it all in, their family, their, their wives, their children, their extended families were tortured and killed a lot of times. A lot of them died just being paupers in the street, and nobody even recognized who they were, that the fact that they had that country because the man that they passed in the, in the gutter wasn't worth their attention. So when we think about this time and this weekend, we go into this crescendo of effect when we think about how we're going to be turning on that music and saying, God bless America. Just like at the beginning of the hour and the bottom of the hour, I love those commercials that we have that plays what should be played at the beginning of all of our days and understand that, you know, we have to create a unified voice in a part of our life because if not, we'll fall for anything. I love this station is bringing that part of it, and I love these guys who are wanting to participate in their society. Say, listen, we're going to pay, play that at the top of the hour. We want to be a part of this station. We want people to hear that over and over again because that's what brings us together. America is the canopy in which we all think of freedom. And when we're all part of this, if one of us is affected, then we're all affected. You know, it doesn't, I don't understand, it just confuses me to death. And I know this, I say this as like a little gripey complaint thing I do. I don't know, I mean, I don't know why people don't want to love their country. But that's what I do. And then this weekend, when we're thinking about, we're going to, you know, rockets, red glare, you know, bombs bursting in air, you know, I got people out there thinking that that is. That is colonialism or something. That that's no, it's like we were breaking away from colonialism. We've had this fight in the street already. We don't have to fight each other anymore. That's how good we have it. We've kind of forgot what we're doing here. All right, guys, got a commercial break coming up. We'll be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Give me a ticket for an aeroplane. Ain't got time to take a fare. All right. Welcome back to the Dark and Light Show. I'm your host, Jim, Jim Price, here, and I am in studio live here at WYSL. What, and you know what, guys? If you ever had a chance to swing by a radio station in your life, and I know that you guys think that these are these places are like behind barbed wires, just the untouchables, you know, the, those guys, those magic people in radio go live there. Because uh, they do. By the way, if you guys ever know anybody who owns a station, they kind of live there. They do a lot of stuff. Well, these guys have an amazing studio here. I'm very, very impressed with the equipment. Uh, I've been in studios where it was old stuff, but it wasn't impressive. This is some amazing restoration of equipment where they've brought the technology of the new, kept the old, got the hard metal you know, cases on this. I mean, just, just the stuff I get excited about because I like – Going out and buying these old metal drills, you know, the ones that the plug-in drills that just shock the snot right out of you just randomly for no reason if you, you know, hit the wrong angle or it vibrates in the wrong way. So I like those old things. I like getting the old signs and doing those things. And, and I, you know, I actually guess I get to go back and you say, well, you buy your childhood a lot of times. But these guys have got a little bit of a, a wonderland here of equipment that is really fun. I mean, this is this is where you would want to. This is what. You, okay, guys, you guys. Okay, I'm gonna put it in my mind's eye. What do I think a station's gonna look like? 
Put it in your brain right there, right there in your, your old juice nugget right there. Got it? That's what this looks like. It's really cool, guys. It, I mean, I'm super – it's super great to be here. But anyway, uh, on to bigger and better stories of the day. I know you guys are wanting to know exactly what your government's doing. And just, you know, there's only about several million people that you are employing every day at the federal level. When I say several, it's it's more than a couple. Uh, but just just know that you footed the bill for what I'm getting ready to say here. So just know that when you guys are thinking about buying some fireworks and you're like, you know, honey, we only can do 100 bucks because we got to make sure our diplomats are getting on them their trips with the fancy planes and the hotels and all that. So we're going to we're going to give all of our taxes to the government and then we're going to spend our little bit on just making ourselves happy and talking about how our independence matters. So, honey, just remember, we got a budget because our federal government are a bunch of ding-dongs and criminals. So, look about this for a second. 450 – now, I didn't – no, they didn't spend 450 bucks. Listen to me here. 450 U.S. diplomatic officials and employees attended two U.N. climate conferences. 450 people. Do you know what it's like to get yourself to the lake with you and a couple kids? You, your husband, wife, you know, or I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to identify by your, you know, whatever. You know, whatever it is you're taking to the lake, right? You, you get just a few of you. Think about a family reunion. That's just like, give me you know, 20, 30 people maybe, right? You're thinking about meat and charcoal and water and, oh, we're going to wash our hands. And we're going to go to the bathroom. We spent money organizing, choreographing, and the support staff – to get 450 people to move from here to there and then there to back, this has got to be costing us some real doll hairs here. But nobody's paying attention, right? You know, well, you don't worry about that. Well, let's read the article. Let's, let's just feel better about what they did. And do, what they, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead in the story. Let's go ahead and see what these people did for us. For 450 people to travel, it must have been really important because, you know, the world's a better place. Here we go. So... No, okay, so the conference, but nobody in the State Department knows how much greenhouse gases were emitted as a result, despite Joe Biden's 2021 executive order directing the federal government to measure its emissions. And according to the new report by the Government Accountability Office, the U.S. delegation of the 26th U.N. Climate Change Conference of the Parties, oh my gosh, where do they come up with these names? I have got to find this. This has got to be a skill. Climate Change Conference of the Parties, COP26. That's the acronym for it. In Glasgow, Scotland. Well, I haven't been to Glasgow, Scotland. I don't know how many of you guys have been to Scotland. Let's just go with the Scotland. How about, how about across the Atlantic Ocean? But we spent we spent the money for 450 people that went to a conference that we just really don't have a lot of accountability for here at this point. But obviously, Zoom doesn't work in Scotland, so we had to go there physically because you know they just don't have the electronics and the communication devices to be able to have internet and all that stuff to be able to broadcast this. You know, we need to be there in person. Well, I sure hope they didn't do any sightseeing while they're there because they're on our dollar. So anyway, from October 31st to November 12th. Uh, including 191 federal executive branch officials, what, and employees, oh, uh, support staff, uh, while the 27th edition of the same gathering, the COP27, <laughs> met in uh, Egypt, I don't know what that name is, from November 6th to, the, oh, oh, wait, so they were there from November 6th to the 20th, and this other one, they were there from the October 31st to the 12th. So these are 
13 days on that one and then to see the six from that yeah another 12 days in egypt well i'm sorry wow two full weeks in scotland and egypt now i get it egypt's a little bit of a war and torn country right now maybe that's not where they want to be but i mean there is obviously those little pokey things that come out of the sand with the little lion person there you could go check that out one day right oh wow this is awesome so these people went there and the State Department officials told us that there is no uh, substitute for attending a COP meeting in person. Well, yeah, because you can't do the touristy stuff. That's there is no you can't you can't do the touristy part when you're going to these conventions that you have no attendance record for or accountability whether you've attended any of the classes or lectures or not. That you know, yeah, in person the sightseeing is um, it's more amazing or er. I get it. You want to be, you want the amazing er in person. You don't want the ocular glasses from Facebook, right? You want the oculuses from them. No, you want to be in person. I get that. Yeah, it is more effective. I, I just never, I just needed someone to explain that to me. So the State Department officials are enlightening us here. Uh, because negotiations are complex and typically ran all day and night for a number of days. Negotiations of what? What are they doing here? What is this climate change conference of party? Oh, <laughs> how can we get them to give us more money so the planet doesn't die? Because if we tax them more, the planet gets healthier, and then we just don't have to worry about the planet because taxes cure everything. Money, money makes everything better. I don't think that's how that works. I mean, just asking for a friend. You know, what do I know? All right, so it, it, this is, uh, yeah, this, so that's important. So let's, let's move on. Um, they said that it is implausible that the U.S. would not send a strong negotiating team. 450 people is a team? What kind of s- soccer league is this? Like, we could have, is there 450 people even, if you put all the NFL team, the starting lineup, there's what, 50-some people? How many is in a, in a lineup on a football team? Let's say baseball. 450 people divided by the baseball like is like less than 30. Uh, let's say it's rounded at 30. Let's say you have 30 guys you can put in the clubhouse. And I'm going to go into 450. That I don't know math, but that's a lot, a lot, a lot of baseball teams we could have. Uh, we could have had an old league right there. But no, remember, it is implausible, it is unthinkable, it is stupidity that you even think this. They said it is implausible that the U.S. would not send a strong negotiating team to these meetings in order to ensure the outcome are consistent with the U.S. policy and to maintain leadership and influence in the face of challenges from other countries such as, it's just such a consequential issue. I mean, this is... This is breathtakingly stupid. But this is what they convinced him of. I mean, we're okay. So will someone approve this? Hey, hey we're going to go over to Egypt for a couple of weeks. You okay? Yeah, man. What are you going there for? We're going to take the team. We're going to negotiate the pants off of them. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, are you serious? Well, anyway, uh, this is... Uh, there's no data on how much greenhouse gases were emitted in the process of sending and supporting and returning the U.S. delegations because the the GAO, another acronym that we absolutely just don't need in our life. Guys, if you've put an acronym I, – I, I just did a lot of military con – 18 – almost 18 years, okay? Almost 18 years of acronyms. The DOD has acronyms for the word acronym, and I, I'm just – I know it sounds crazy, but – 
There, you, we don't need abbreviations. Of, can we can just can we just talk it out? Can we just use the big words? Can we go ahead and say? Do we have to do? Can we say the Department of Trend, uh, D- Department Defense? Do we have to say DOD? D big D small O big D. That's that's how you do that. By the way, acronyms even have rules about acronyms, like how you do an acronym. Anyway, anything that's got an acronym, FBI, CIA, NSA, let's, we just need to really re- realign ourselves here. This is crazy. All right, so moving on. Uh, State Department also told the GAO that they are developing methods to estimate future travel emissions. Well, that's nice. They're, they're going to work on that. I can take jet fuel, per, you know, burn rate and uh, efficiency of motor, depending on which model, what year, what, uh, you know, specifications, and how the weight or the load was, and the plane, the wind trajectory, and blah, 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 blah. The sun was in my eyes. And I could do some emissions for you. Or I can say, like, guys, listen, we're not doing anything to this planet that the planet is not taking back. I mean, guys, this is absolutely crazy. There is no <laughs> we, we need to We need to really quit thinking we're godlike. I know that we're pretty cool and stuff. I mean, you're cool. I'm cool. We're cool, right? We're humans. We got we got things going on. We got cars. You know the whole gasoline thing. You know, destroying the world. I don't think it's that bad. I know that we're doing. I know that there's people out there like you know. I saw this one time on the on this YouTube channel that there was a straw in a turtle's nose. That was 20 years ago. It was 20 years ago, and it was actually an other underlining circumstance that had nothing to do with the plastic in the ocean. We still live that life of paper straws. All right, guys, we've got a commercial break coming up. I'm your host, Jim Price, the Dark Delight Show. We'll be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to the, your show. <laughs> your show, my show. All right, the Dark Delight Show. Your host, Jim Price. Uh, yeah, Josh, I was hoping to get here before the end of the show. We were hoping to get in here and... He was traveling all night trying to make the show. But anyway, he's going to be here in town. It's going to be great. And he will be live in studio with me on Monday for sure. But anyway, you're just getting me today. So ah, hang in there. You'll be fine. It's just your lunch. You know, <laughs> the government, they're here to help you, by the way. Don't worry about all that other stuff. It's its just what we do here. There's a couple of different things going on. You know, uh, you know the, the pedo in chief, he, he got himself uh, in, a, in a pickle there. And I was having a conversation with someone about this. Like, listen, they're, they're, idiots are going to do things until someone says, hey, you're an idiot. And we don't say that often enough. And I'm not talking about cruelty. I'm not talking about people trying to pick on somebody's difference or their strength. My, the sad part of it is, is most of the time when people are picking on people nowadays, they're trying to, de- to, to deflate the strength of that individual, the best of that individual, and then to keep themselves elevated, which is very – very, very abusive, and we live in a society that believes that strengths, things that make us amazing, should be torn down and gone the other way. But this, the pedo in chief decided he was going to get out there and be a big boy and do something stupid by writing an executive order that says, hey, well, I just got to forgive about a bazillion dollars of student loan. It'll be fine. It's no big deal. You're not going to notice it in your taxes. Well, anyway, then we got to spend our tax money sending our state secretary of state or attorney generals or whatever, whoever each state decides they want to go bother to do their job. They all got together in this class action lawsuit effect to tell the federal government, please, sir, don't take any more for us, sir, because we have individual state rights. You have no power over us. Oh, please, sir, no more. Wait, which way is it? Do you guys read your own dang constitution you swore an oath to that says that you will protect 
They in that 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 their document that their process of limiting the government. Do you not know what it says in there about the federal government is limited and this individual state rights supersede the federal government? Do you not know your own constitution? You swore an oath to protect. How stupid is that? Seriously, I mean, I'm gonna swear to God that I'm gonna do something. Do you want to know what it is? No, I'm just swearing to God. I just swear, hi, swearing to, swearing God, hi God. Are you? Is that how this works for people when they do their whole like? Oh, this is what you do when you're just going into office. You just say some stupid statement, and it doesn't really mean anything, and it's not a constitutional thing. I don't know. It's whatever, Martha. Just say it. Did you know that most of the people that are in office actually have not even certified or bothered to take the oath of office going into the oath of office that you've been paying them for and some for decades? Did you know that your federal government is required that the people that go into service are required to give an oath of office, that the people that go into these paid officials, these paid servant positions are sworn to an oath to keep the Constitution, which limits them and the government that they are a part of? You know, most of these people are not even actually sworn in. This is a habitual problem. This is what the whole Lloyd Brunson case was about. But anyway, the old pedo in chief, I'm sorry I got all luxury there. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, your pedo in chief just said he was going to just, yeah, hey, guys, we're good. I know you owe us about a trillion dollars, but just don't worry about it. You know, it's like grandpa going up there. Don't worry about it. Just you don't have to pay me back. Uh, sorry, Grandpa, I appreciate the sentiment, but uh, somebody has to pay for that. You know, you didn't take that out of your own pocket. Well, I guess he could have. Maybe. Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Have we not looked into this? Could, and Joe Biden may have just written it off. I mean, maybe that's what he's been doing, all this bilking of money globally by, you know, embezzling money and money laundering. Mean, embezzling. It's more embezzling, isn't it? Kind of you're like writing your check to yourself. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he's uh, maybe that's what he's been doing, guys. <gasps> He's going to be the hero after all. This The Pedowit Chief, I'm so sorry. I, I need to rethink this whole title of this guy. He's actually going to go in and write a big old check. He meant to say in his executive order, not that you and I were going to pay for it, that we were going to hold the balance of that on our balance sheet. No, no, no. He's going to use all this laundered money that he's been taking from all these other countries and then just, you know, hey, guys, college was on me. Enjoy the beer. Like, is that... Now, it's, you know, that almost might be, that would actually be kind of hopeful, right? And the fact is, we know that this guy was just going to make sure that someone else was settled with the debt, because that's how you buy votes. That's called buying votes, folks. It's like the Obama phones, remember? Remember the Obama phone? You get Obama phone, man. You get Obama phone. Thanks, Obama. How am I going to do? pay you back for all you've given me? Oh, I'll give you my vote. And then here we are. We're all sitting here floating down this big old misery. And not the misery like Missouri, the big Murray, you know, the big muddy. Uh, no, 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 not that, uh, not that Missouri misery. This is real misery. I am amazed that we've tolerated. You guys' pain tolerance is amazing. I don't have the pain tolerance you people have. I, I'm just saying, you people. Yeah, yeah, I said you people. Okay, I don't have the pain tolerance for this. I cannot put up with this and watch this guy go out there. And the only reason he got stopped is because we spent our own money to go and sue a government who has no authority over us to stop trying to take money from us that is fictitious to begin with and cannot settle us with debt that doesn't be, this doesn't even, it's not even real. The, the Federal Reserve is fake. 
<sighs> Why do we believe that the federal... Guys, listen, Santa Claus isn't real. Oh, wait. Uh, uh, little kids under the age of 12, plug your ears. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. You know, remember, Christmas is only five house payments away. Yeah, think about that. Uh, yeah, Santa Claus isn't real, and the Federal Reserve is even more fake than Santa Claus. At least Santa Claus can be tied back to an individual who did bother to give a crap about what? Oh, the village he lived in and the children that were there. Or you can do the other one. There's another version of it where he was a real creep and did some other things. But, you know, hey, hey, I was going to go with the sunshiny one. You guys got evil on me. That's not me. But uh, at least I can tie it back to somebody. The Federal Reserve is tied to a fart in the wind. When is the last time you were able to capture a fart in the wind? When were you, when you out there with your buddies doing just dumb stuff? Did you get your fart capturing machine out there in the wind and try to catch one? Because that is actually more factually based than the Federal Reserve. The idea that we have these fictitious IOUs, it says, it says it's a note right there on it. What do you think note means? It's a promise. Well, anyway, I thought maybe there for a half a second that old Joe was going to pay off the whole deal there. Well, that really deflated my whole afternoon. I don't know what I'm going to do. I just think about freedoms and liberties, I guess. I don't know. Make you ha- that makes you happy right there. Freedoms and liberties has got to make you happy. But anyway... Speaking of dad of the year, I mean, obviously, Grandpa, you know, passed down lineage to his son here. Let's see. uh, Hunter Biden uh, was escorted by U.S. Marshals in a motorcade in his court appearance in Little Rock, Arkansas, last week. Oh, no, this article says Secret Service, but I say say it's the U.S. Marshals because I think – I think I just have this feeling. I have a feeling down deep in my heart, or something. Whatever that's. I don't. There's no song to that at all. I just made that completely up. The uh, the idea that if you think about you think about this this guy Hunter here, um, I think he's flipped. I, I guys, I don't know why something's happened here, and his escorts are not. Secret Service. Those are U.S. Marshals. Those are those are t- t- detainers, the Xerxes, whatever you call them, detainerees. The guys with the guns and the cuffs. It says you will walk like this, and you will you will walk this way. Uh, no, this is uh, so. Anyway, he was uh, Hunter Biden gave a deposition to uh, in his de- in his child support case against the baby's mom. Uh, the paternity test confirmed that this kid is his, so it's all his. But you know what he's going to give her? He won't let her have the last name, by the way. She was having to ask the courts to allow allow this baby to have the last name. And this guy is such a little, just a little twerp, just a little tool that, oh, we want to give her freedom away from the family name. We don't want to dare give her, you know, the Biden, the chosen name of Biden. Anyway, so this precious name called Biden, I, I guess they think that there's some type of thing that uh, we're part of the bloodlines. Uh, yeah, that's us over here. Bloodline, guys. That's us. Bidens. No, I don't think so. Anyway, can't let the kid have that. But you know what? She's gonna, what's going to happen? Remember those $500,000 finger paintings that uh, the third grader did that he gave them to Hunter and then Hunter sold them as his own, which actually sounds more plausible than actually Hunter painting anything? Uh, he's going to give his daughter a, a choice of her own. Uh, she gets to pick. 
uh, one, one of what he hasn't sold, because obviously those are the pieces of junk that nobody's willing to buy. So the leftovers he's or, that he already money laundered I don't know, several million dollars, you know, give or take a, a bazillion. Um, yeah, the daughter gets to gets she gets her own gets a pick from the pile. Um, here's some matchsticks in the corner, some old kindling that I may have want to use or not use, or it's just junk in the corner. Pick yourself out something sweet there, honey. And that's, that's what daddy's going to give you that, not the DNA part, not my, not my last name. Uh, but you get one of these little crayon drawings I did because I was so high. I couldn't remember my own name. When I woke up, I still thought it was 1998. I mean, this is the guy that this is, this is it. So this guy, so daddy, all right, dad. Dad kills his. I'm, no, I'm sorry. Dad's wife somehow dies in a car accident. He got her killed. Uh, and then you know, then here comes Jill. She just happens to be living at the house and babysitting the kids. Uh, and then you know, and then we got Hunter, who grew up amazing. Uh, Mr. Lawyer, obviously very successful international businessman. Uh, going to Chang China, China, getting a billion dollars, walking into China, and coming back with a billion dollars with no tangible assets, no experience, no reasonable business plan. I, guys, I put together business plans I've spent a lot of time on and worked on diligently, and people still looked at me like I was there was not enough information in there. This guy just walks into China, is like, hey. Hey, yeah, uh, I need a billion dollars. I need to get my teeth fixed and a uh, billion dollars. That's all right, right? Yeah, that's that guy. All right. Well, anyway, guys, got a commercial break coming up. We'll be right back at WYSL. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. Thank you guys so much for being here, guys. Think about that. What's wrong with that song? Seriously. That's going to get you all tooled up, get you all, oh, you know, that's colonialism or the repression of the people. I don't think you guys know the words of these songs. There's some amazing parts to what we think of like patriotic songs, right, that People don't think about it. You know, rockets, red glare. What does that mean? Rockets, red glare. So that means that when something was flaming through the sky, shooting through the sky, it left this, you know, this, this shine on your eyes. It was so bright. And it was going over to go and bomb something. You know, that, that song, rockets, red glare, the bombs are bursting in air. This is, they're up, they're up here. They're above you, and and so this is not something like they were like, oh hey, you know your bullet got me, bro. You're such a good shot with that muzzle loader. No, these were these people were trying to kill each other. They weren't like, hey, if you'd fall down and lay down like a dodgeball or something, you know, hey, I hit your heel, you're out. No, that's not what this was. They're killing people, human beings, and people were saying, no, not today, not now, not never, but that not not no no, it's we're not going to do this. But we've had it so good. The air conditioning has been amazing. The cool drinks, the the plentiful food, the utilities. Well, we're on food deserts here. We don't have food where we need them. We got, or we're all dying. Well, 
I don't think we're all dying like we think we are. I think we've gotten trained how to eat too much. I think we've gotten trained how to not think enough. I think we've been trained not to stand up against some real stupid people. And now we find ourselves in the point where the dummies are running the asylum. Not the insane, not the insane ones, not the crazy ones. They're just the dumb ones. These are not intellectual giants out there rolling around like, oh, you know, oh, you're just dazzling me with your brilliance. Okay, well, are you telling me you couldn't outthink Joe Biden? You couldn't outdebate that guy? Just, just, hey, Joe, right now, bro, me, you, back of the back of the woodshed, right? Like you want to do with Trump because you're gonna take him on. Think about that. Um, do, do, is there any point where you're like thinking like? Oh, man, I don't know. Joe is such a smart guy. If I was debating him, I would have to prepare. I would just, it would be scholarly. You know, I would just research and research because he is so amazing. I mean, are you kidding me? See, this is the problem. We've, I think the dummies have gotten in there and we're, we're too ashamed and too woke to be able to say, hey, stupid. Step aside. Because, well, you know, to say someone's stupid. Remember, this all started back with that whole, you know, we can't offend anybody. Mental retardation is offensive. It's a medical term. Because someone has a faculty in their brain that does not work the same and it has a deficiency, that is a retardation. That's no different than the timing retardation on your car. Why is it that we suddenly started demonizing certain words that had nothing to do with being demonized? Why is midget a bad word? Why is that? Why is midget? Why are we? Why can't? Well, there are little people, Jimmy. You don't understand society. Today is changing. You're you're offending people. Are you really? Because I I used to talk about stuff as a kid and do things, and we had I was poor. I didn't have. I didn't know that we were supposed to be mad at each other or whatever. I guess somebody didn't tell us. We didn't get the memo because we didn't have a mailbox, I guess, or a consistent address. But think about that. I think the dummies have out there got out there and kind of just dumbed their way into making us feel really dumb. And we're better than this because our country is amazing and you're amazing. You're a part of this. You've got that moxie, that, you know, that when the Europeans talk about, yo, you Americans are always so brash. You're loud and your motors go, blah, blah, blah. Yes, yeah, screw you, buddy. Go back home, Frenchie. I don't know if that was French or not, but you guys get the idea. He was obviously from not from America. Well, what's wrong with saying that? Well, it's, you can't say that. That's so offensive to say, well, get out of here and up from America because everybody's a welcome here. Guys, if I want to go to Europe, I mean, there's some processes and paperwork I have to do to get there. Why is it we have people that think they can walk into here after we've had people who have bled and died for this country? They can just walk in here and stomp all over our rules and say, you know what? Screw you. I'm going to take a crap in the middle of your floor, and you're going to enjoy it. And by the way, you're going to give me some money, some food, and some shelter, and uh, a bunch of things that you just don't have. Even though you were born here, you have the first place at the table here. You are an American first here. But we don't talk that way. Why? Because they trained us. The dummies told us how to be dumb. And you're falling for it. And you don't have to. You don't have to do that. 
Guys, this is your this is your time right now. We've got an amazing weekend coming up. You got all kinds of you got Friday night and Friday night and then Friday night and then like Monday night is like Saturday night and then Tuesday is like Sunday, but it's like Saturday because it's Fourth of July, and you're not going to blow things up on Tuesday night too because that's what you do because it's America. And even on Wednesday and Thursday, you might blow some more stuff up just because you have extra America, and that's all right. And you guys get to go do amazing things, but remember what that was all about. Remember that you're first to the table because you're American first. And you got here, and you did your paperwork, and you got up, and we let you in. You did your swearing in. Then I, I, I open your arms. You did the paperwork. You did the work. I'm here for you, man. America. I don't care if you got a weird accent anymore because you're American now. You did the, tr- you did the time. You put the time in, right? Not those guys that are just walking across the border, Asians and Hispanics and Arabics and Africans showing up at your southern border, walking across, and these are the ones that they bother to catch. These are the ones that bother to actually kind of act like they want to do it the right way. And so they got their cell phone, and they got their EBD card so they can go get some food, and they got their shelter, and they got their transportation anywhere in America. When's the last time you got that offer from your government? But right now, right now, think about this time. You have the ability to understand if you read your constitution. By the way, when you guys are at the event at Beachcomber on Sunday, remember this. I got, I, I brought a couple things. I mean, they're just some T-shirts and stuff, man. Some, you know, just some stuff. So I brought some stuff. I want to hear about how you've been reading the constitution. I want to hear about what you th- like a word you'd never heard. I want to. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say. Yeah, I want you to give me. I want you to give me your testimony of your conviction of your heart uh, of your constitution. And I think right now, right now, there's so many times we forget about how great we get to be in America because God gave us everything we have. We didn't ask it from a man. We didn't ask it from a ruler. We didn't ask it from an idiot. We just said, "Hey, God." Oh, freedoms and liberties? I'll take a big bunch of that. Thank you, sir. I'm sorry, government. Get off my back. I got this. Because America's amazing. We get to be brash. We get to be loud. We get to have cut, cut the exhaust off your vehicles. You know, put the high octane in there. Take the intake off. Make that motor loud. Suck, bang, blow. Let's get this thing done. This is how America is built. And be proud of that. Hang that flag out there in front of it, and then, you know what? It'll be so loud, and everybody puts their flag up, and they keep them up for Memorial Day past Fourth of July, just like from Thanksgiving past the New Year's, because it's Pride Month, because America's worth it. And yeah, you can have your little goofy little clubs if you want it. We're not going to say anything to you, but you're not going to make us join. But when you're part of America, that's the first club you belong to. You're the first to the table of the cool kids club called America. And congratulations, you're a part of that. If you're American, stand proud, hold your head up, and understand that that is something worth fighting for right there, just that name, America. Don't worry about it, folks. We are the difference makers. You have always been amazing. I appreciate everything you guys are doing. You guys have been enough. We'll see you guys on Sunday. I'm Jim Price, the Dark Delight Show. Josh will be there with me on Sunday, but we'll be here live in studio on Monday as well. All right, guys, we'll see you later. Bye-bye.